God bless everybody. This is the prophet, and I welcome you all in the name of the Lord Jesus. I welcome you to this amazing prophetic service this evening, and I believe that God is going to show up in a mighty and marvelous way, in a way we have not experienced before. Amen. And uh, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you that have been helping this work and what we have been working on to the glory of God in building the house of God, not just for us, but for our children's children, that this city will be taken over by the grace, the love, and the mercy of the Lord Jesus. And that everybody, even to the ends of the earth, they will know that Jesus is Lord. Now, today I'm going to speak about sudden shift. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to go to Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. Got it. Yes. Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. Uh -huh. Behold, I will send my messenger, uh -huh. and he shall prepare the way before me. Mm -hmm. And the Lord whom ye seek. Mm -hmm. shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, mm -hmm. whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. One more time. Behold, mm -hmm. I will send my messenger, mm -hmm. and he shall prepare the way before me. Mm -hmm. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, mm -hmm. even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord. I want us all to read it together. We are all going to read it together. We are all going to read it together. I'm going to count to three, and we are all going to read it together. One, two, three. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. One more time. Behold, I will send my messenger, uh -huh. and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom ye seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, I want you to understand that in life, things usually will seem to happen suddenly. Amen. When we were in 2019, we were celebrating the new year, mm -hmm. and suddenly coronavirus showed up. Uh, one day, your mother and father got married, and suddenly you just happened to be born. There's a lot of suddenlies in life. But one thing is for sure. Before any kind of suddenly happens in your life, there is a preparation to enter into a sudden move of God. Amen. It doesn't matter how somebody prays. It doesn't matter how somebody prepares in a way they think that is right. But if you're not prepared for a sudden move of God, suddenly will never happen to you. Wow. Wow. In the book of Malachi chapter 3, you see God already preparing his messenger for Jesus to come into the world that John would prepare the way of the Lord. This was announced 
years, maybe hundreds of years, even Isaiah thousands of years, uh, hundreds of years from the time of Enoch. He said, I see the Lord coming up with thousands upon thousands of angels. So we know that the coming of the Lord was announced, but his appearing was suddenly. So when the Lord Jesus appeared, and when he was born, 99.99% of the people in the city did not know that the Lord of glory came. His father and mother knew. Elizabeth and her husband knew. The priest who dedicated Jesus knew. Only about five people knew. Then the three wise men came and also knew. And the shepherds were told by the angels of God, and they also knew. But if you look at this, maybe it's about 10 or 15 people in total that knew that the king had come. But for the 99.999% of the people, it was suddenly. Mm. So the problem with each and every person in life especially believers, we pray for miracles, but we are not ready for the sudden shift Mm. of God. Mm. I wish somebody could hear me. Somebody say, I am entering into a sudden shift. I am entering into a sudden shift. I can't hear you. You say it like you mean it. I am entering into a sudden shift. In everything that God does, it will seem suddenly for those who don't know, but we know suddenly is a result of preparing for a sudden move of God. When Jesus came, people were calling him son of Joseph because they saw him born of a woman and they saw Joseph appearing like his father. But they don't know the pregnant pregnancy of Mary was sudden. She was minding her business, the angel of the Lord appeared, and immediately she was told what was to come, and suddenly the Spirit of God overshadowed her, and she was pregnant. When you look at creation, the Bible tells you, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And God said, let there be light. Light could not exist in a place that is not created because where was God going to put the light? Mm -hmm. I wish somebody could understand me. God is saying he created the heavens and the earth, meaning he made space, or what we call the expanse of the universe, space where the sun could exist, the moon could exist. For For somebody who did not see God would just say, wow, the light appeared. But God created an environment that the sun could exist. The appearing of the lights in the sky was suddenly because God said, let there be light and light was. Or if you read it in Hebrew, God said, light be and light was. Not light is. Light became in the past tense. So the key here is to understand that you can never enter into a sudden move of God. You will never experience the sudden move of God if you don't understand the mind of God concerning what he wants to do suddenly. Suddenly doesn't happen by accident. Bible say, the Bible says, one day suddenly in a twinkle of an eye will be taken. And the world will be like, wow, did it just happen? But for the children of God, from the day we received Jesus, we have been preparing for that suddenly. I wish somebody could understand me. 
So the suddenly is for the world, is not for the house of God. I wish somebody could hear me. The sudden shift is for the world, but for us we have been expecting and we have knowing, we have been, we have been aware. So somebody who is not aware of the sudden shift of God will always be somebody who is waiting for something to happen, but they never prepared for the way for the Lord to come and give them a sudden miracle yeah. that will look, for, look, will look to the world like it just happened. Yeah. They will look at you and say, wow, how did sister so-and-so just make it like that? Wow. How did brother so-and-so just make it like that? Wow. How did so-and-so just have open doors like that? Wow. But they don't know that you prepared for the sudden mm-hmm. move Amen. of God. Amen. Amen. The Lord is telling me today that there is a sudden shift that is coming to you. By reason of what you're hearing today. By reason of how you are looking to God. By reason of the prophetic instruction that the Lord Jesus is giving to you today through his servant. There will be a sudden shift. When Moses was going to Egypt... The children of Israel had been crying for 400 and something years. But when Moses went into Egypt, the Pharaoh looked at him and said, I'm not letting these people go. Moses performed miracles the harder it was for them to depart. Moses spoke to the Pharaoh, the more his heart was hardened. But suddenly one night the angel of death came into Egypt. Mm -hmm. But the suddenly was for the Egyptians, it was not for the children of Israel. Every disaster that came into Egypt, the children of Israel were aware. But the Egyptians, it was suddenly. I wish somebody could hear me. Somebody say suddenly. Suddenly. The, The ability of God to do something suddenly should never be a surprise to you, should be an expectation for you. Mm. My God. The suddenly should be for people who are spectators. Mm. That are watching a movie and suddenly it takes a different twist. Mm. But for somebody who is acting in the movie that read the script that is about to act, knows exactly what is going to happen. So somebody who is not aware should be taken by surprise. Mm. The Mm. problem is when God wants to bring suddenly to you and you're not prepared to play the part that says suddenly, the blessing of God will pass you, the miracle of God will pass you, the breakthrough will pass you, and you will see somebody else succeed and you say, well, God, I am believing one day for myself. But God doesn't want you to just believe. God wants you to expect it because wow. the expectation makes room for suddenly. Somebody who is expecting to travel has his bags packed, has his shoes put together, knowing that any time my ticket will be booked for me to leave. Somebody who has not prepared for a journey is not ready for a sudden trip. My God. I don't know if somebody can hear me. Somebody who is not ready to be elevated spiritually 
and hopes one day that God will just appear, pour out his spirit on you and you begin to prophesy. You are deceiving yourself mm. because there is a preparation that reveals to God that you are ready for the suddenly. Yes. Amen. So a sudden shift is not a result of shouting. Mm. A sudden shift is not a result of simply praying. A sudden shift is more than that. Somebody say it's more than that. It's more than that. I want you to go to Mark. I want you to go. Uh, uh, I want you not not Mark. Uh, um, I want you to go to Acts chapter two, verse two. Acts two, verse two. Mm -hmm. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, uh -huh. as of a rushing mighty wind, mm -hmm. and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh, keep and going. there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. Now look, look at this. Actually read from verse 1. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, uh -huh. they were all with one accord in one place. Notice this. Before Jesus left, he told them, uh, he blew on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. And he said, I want you to go into the city and I want you to wait. Don't leave the city. Wait for the promise. Don't leave the city. Wait for the promise. Don't leave the city. Wait for the promise. Suddenly doesn't happen to people who move like the wind. Mm -hmm. One day you believe this, the next day if it doesn't work out you believe in this, the next week you are with this, the other week you are with this, the other week you are like this, the other week you are like that. Jesus gave them a specific instruction. Mm. He told them, go into the city and wait for the promise. Before they went into the city, the Lord Jesus already blew on them and told them, receive ye the Holy Spirit. So we know that they already had received the Holy Spirit. That is why in Acts chapter 2 verse 2 it says, and when the day of Pentecost fully came, Many of you that are watching, you have received the seed of the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. But the day of breakthrough has not fully come. Mm -hmm. The beginning of your open door begins by knowing where the open door is and you wait for it to open. Ooh. When God gives you an instruction... It is no longer a suddenly, you are part of the suddenly because you know exactly what is to come. Amen. So the Bible says that they were in one accord with one mind and suddenly the day of Pentecost fully came. So the day of Pentecost was not based on a calendar day. It was based on the ability to be in one accord in the same place. Meaning that when they had gathered in that place, there were some that were leaving and coming back. Because the day of Pentecost was not a day. It was not a, a, a day based on time. That is why the Bible tells you specifically. On the day of Pentecost, they were all in one accord. Meaning it was their togetherness. They are one mind, they are one determination, they are one desire that caused the suddenly. Yeah. 
When God wants to bring you into suddenly, you have to be aware of what is to come. Amen. The question that you have to consistently ask yourself as a child of God, am I in the know of what God is about to do? Mm. 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 Am I hoping or do I know what God is up to? When Paul was going to Damascus to arrest the people of God, the Bible says that the people, the believers in Damascus were praying. So when they heard that Paul did not make it, they were, while well, we were praying, so we know what happened was going to happen anyway. This is in Acts chapter 9, I believe. Paul is going to Damascus and all of a sudden light shone around him and he was knocked off the horse. That's when he was still called Saul. And he had a voice saying, why are you persecuting me? Ah, Lord, who are you? For him it was a suddenly, but for the believers it was not. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were told, if you don't worship this idol, we will throw you in the fire. They said, uh, may you live forever, O king. It does not matter if you throw us in the fire. Our God is able. Notice the words. Our God is able to deliver us from the fire. They did not say maybe he would deliver us. They said our God is able. Mm -hmm. So they were expectant that God can do anything at any time, even in the midst of the fire. Mm. Some of you, you are not even in the furnace yet. Mm. But you already know that you're not coming out of it. My God. Your confession destroys the ability for God to do a suddenly. You look at your life, you say, ah, this corona has destroyed so many things. I don't know if I'm going to make it. <clears throat> With how things are going to be so difficult, I don't know if something is going to happen. Mm. With the way my body is feeling, I don't know if I will live through next week. Mm. With all the stress that I have, I don't know if that door will open. Right now, I am just miserable. Let me tell you, stop saying that because yeah. you have closed the door to suddenly. Ah. You have closed the door to suddenly. Mm. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego looked at the king. They said, King, may you live forever. Mm. We know that our God is able to deliver us from the fire and from your hands. Mm. Their first confession is God is able. Mm. What sets you on the path to suddenly is the total belief in the ability of God. Mm. What prevents you from entering into a sudden move of God is that you believe in your own abilities and when your abilities fail you, you think God has failed you. Mm. When the Bible says, do not put your trust in man, you think it's about trusting people, but God is telling you, don't trust yourself. Mm. I wish somebody could hear me. Do not put your trust in man. What is that telling you? He's not saying in men, in man. Are you a scorpion? Are you a lion? Are you, are you an angel? No, you are a man. So when God is saying, put your trust in God and not in man, he's telling you, you, don't believe in your own abilities because they will fail you. Wow. 
But when your abilities rely on me, you will never be disappointed. I will never fail you. I will never forsake you. Even if other men do, I am not a man. I will not fail you. Sometimes our own faith can fail. I, I feel like I'm talking to myself. There are times that your own faith can fail. That you stand before God and say, God, help my unbelief. The good news is that God can. Amen. There are times your own cleverness can fail you. Yeah. I've met very intelligent people that do intelligent things and they still fail. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Bible says where the strength, the mind, the intelligence, and the abilities of man end is where God's begin. Yeah. Yes. 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 That is where God's abilities begin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Meaning you will never enter into suddenly until you understand that I am going to put my abilities on the side, I will embrace his. Mm. So if you want to see the power of God move in your life, if you want to see the shift of God in your life, the number one thing that you need to comprehend is whose abilities do I believe in? Wow. I I wish somebody could hear me. Whose abilities do I rely on? Whose abilities am I waiting on? If your abilities are not rested in the hands of God, look, God looks at Moses, he tells Moses, what do you have? Moses says, I have a stuff. He said, very good, give it to me. Throw it on the ground, look at what I can do with it. So God can take what you just used to look after sheep to be an instrument of deliverance in his hands. So in Moses' hands, the stuff was good for looking after sheep and goats and cows and donkeys. But in the hands of God, it became the weapon of mass destruction against the Egyptians. So God's ability converts what is little to you. I feel like I'm talking to myself. God's ability converts What seems to be little, what seems to be powerless into something that will demonstrate his greatness. Into something that will show the world that there is a God that can suddenly deliver you. But the deliverance of the children of Israel was not suddenly. Their fathers told them in 400 years you'll be rescued. But because they did not see Moses, they saw him just as a regular person. They missed the suddenly. I pray that God will open people's eyes to know that you are the source of their suddenly. I wish somebody could hear me. May God make you the source of suddenly. When God comes, all he looks for is are you going to trust in my abilities or yours? If you believe in yours, okay, it will guarantee, it's guaranteed to fail. But the sudden shift of God comes to those who are aware of God. 
The Bible says that those who know their God shall do great exploits. So you will never see the exploits of God. You will never see the might of God. You will never see the majesty of God. You will never see the wonder of God. You will never see the signs of God. You will never see the prosperity of God. You will never see the healing of God. You will never see the open doors of God until you know his abilities. For somebody that knows God, none of these things will be a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. But for somebody who depends on their own ability, when they see something great, they will say, ah, 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 how did you get there? Ah, how did you do it? Because they think it is in man's ability, mm. but they don't understand it is in God's mm. ability. Amen. Amen. When I look at people and I minister to them prophetically, honestly, every time I'm about to prophesy to somebody, I am nervous because I am waiting for God to speak. Mm. You see the confidence. The confidence is that I know God cannot fail me. Mm. He told me when I go to speak to somebody, he will speak to me, he will direct me, and I will know what to say. He will show me and I will know what to say. It is not about what I can do. It's about me being able and available to hear God for somebody. Every time I sit down to preach the word of God, I am nervous. Because if he does not speak, I will have nothing to say. If he does not tell me, if he does not show me a vision, I have nothing to tell anybody. Mm. Mm -hmm. I will be empty. I will be entirely and completely what? Empty. Empty. Without the ability of God, we will never see a sudden shift. My God. Sometimes I look at the things that God has done through my hands and I sit down and I, and it shocks me and I sit down and I marvel. I say, Lord, you are so great. Mm. But I'm not surprised, but I'm shocked to see that he's so faithful to carry out what he's saying. Mm, For the person I'm ministering to, it is suddenly, but for me it's not. I was prepared for him to speak. Mm. I was prepared for him to visit them. I was prepared to be an instrument in his hands. Mm. How expectant are you to see a sudden shift? Somebody who prays but does not believe in the ability of God is wasting time. Because your prayer will result still in you depending on his strength. My prayer for everybody that is watching that God will bring you into a sudden shift. God will bring you to a place of a sudden shift. That the world will see you. They saw you struggling, but all of a sudden they will see you prospering. That the world will see that you used to be sick. All of a sudden you are like the man who was walking. uh, uh, Somebody, a man who was blind and all of a sudden he could see. People will just see all of a sudden you could not walk, but you can walk. People will see your business that was failing all of a sudden, it will be moving. For them it will be suddenly, but you will know that my God is able to do all things. This is the desire of God for everybody that is watching. In the beginning of the year, I prophesied a lot of things that you're seeing now. More than seven years ago, I prophesied about the problem that is going to be 
in America very soon, but God will deliver us from it, is that people will fight against people in the country. And I remember prophesying this while we were still in the house. I saw uh, 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 policemen and I saw people with rifles blocking people from going into supermarkets. You remember this? Yeah, going to steal uh, from stores and looting stores. Yeah. This is more than seven, seven eight years ago. Mm-hmm. But when it was happening, I looked and I said, wow, okay. When the year came in, I told most of you, start buying food, keep it in your house. There will be a period, it will be a little funny to go outside. For the world, it was suddenly, but for us, it was not. Mm. There are two kinds of things that happen in the world that have to do with the move of God. Right now, the things that are happening are for a sign for the great coming of the Lord, which is near, but it's not now. I know for a fact Jesus is coming soon, but it's not now, but it is soon. For a child of God, this pandemic is a sign. But for some people, it is the end. Mm-hmm. But for us, we know it is what? A, a sign. sign. There are events that must happen. And there are events that we can pray that they don't happen. Mm. There are events that must happen. Deception will happen. False ministers will happen. Different kinds of diseases will happen. Some of them will divert. Some of the calamities will be able to divert, but some of them will happen. But if we are caught unaware suddenly, Mm. we are in trouble. Mm. Mm. Your desire should never be that God would do something on the earth without you. Let whatsoever it is that God wants to do, let it be whatsoever that God wants to do, that God will never perform it on the earth without you. God was going to Sodom and Gomorrah, but he passed by Abraham's house and told Abraham, shall I do anything without revealing it to Abraham, my servant, who is my friend? Can I really do that? May God look from heaven when he wants to visit America, when he wants to visit China, when he wants to visit uh, uh, Africa, when he wants to visit uh, Europe. May you be in the counsel of God to know what is to come. May you not be caught suddenly. God is about to build his house through us in this city. Mm. Don't be caught suddenly when, the, when it's already been established. Mm. Yeah. And the opportunity to actually join yourself with what, what God is doing. You miss it, then you say, ah, I wish I had known. No, you did know. Yeah. Yeah. It was sudden because you did not pay attention. Mm. When God was speaking, you did not open your ears. Mm. Wow. Mm. Come on. 
can you believe that Jesus comes, but God is still depending on the people to decide for themselves to see? Amen. But somebody, men from the east, mm-hmm. other side of the world, mm. came and looked for somebody that they did not even live in the city. Mm. They knew where he was. They could track his star from across the world. But the people who were in the city that Jesus was being born didn't even know. Wow. Let us not be those that will be caught unawares. Yes. Amen. When God is shifting the wealth of the world into the kingdom of God for his children, don't be caught unawares. Mm. Amen. When God will begin to prosper his people, don't be caught unawares. Amen. Because God will never force it on you. God will only give it to those who are aware. Amen. Right now there are people who are going to hell this minute. Right now, there are people who are perishing right now. Why are they perishing? Yet God provided the sacrifice and an escape for them. They are unaware of what Jesus did. Wow. So your ability to not be aware or your lack of awareness can bring sudden calamity. Suddenly, you will be in trouble. Suddenly, things will be difficult. Suddenly, things will be closed for you. Suddenly, you will be betrayed. Suddenly, they will steal from you. Suddenly, things will be lost. Why? Because you are unaware of what is happening around you. My desire and my prayer for you Don't be caught suddenly. Don't be somebody that things happen suddenly and you did not know. May God heighten your spiritual senses. May God by spirit heighten your spiritual senses. That you'll sit down and say, Lord, yes, I see what you're doing. Lord, yes, I understand what you're doing. Oh, yes, I see your move, oh, Lord. I understand your move, oh, Lord. I comprehend what you're trying to do, oh, Lord. Okay, I get it, oh, Lord. Okay, this is the direction you're going, oh, Lord. I, I, I am part of it, oh, God. You know, Satan is aware that God is about to bless you. Mm. But the believer is not aware that God is about to bless them. This is why every time something good is about to happen, Satan makes things even more difficult. Mm. To see if you remain in Jerusalem, if you remain in the place that suddenly will happen, his job is to remove you from the place of stability in God. That if you hold on and say, Lord, I know suddenly is coming. Mm. I will not leave my place of suddenly. This is why every time God is about to bring you to green pastures, you must go through the valley of the shadow of death. Satan will make you think you are by yourself. But David said, I know I am not alone. You comfort me and you are with me. Some of you, you are in a season of being comforted right now. Mm. 
God has not left you. God is comforting you. But the devil will make you see like God is not there. But ask yourself this question. I would have died years ago. I am still alive. Others have gone through less than what I'm going through. They are not here, but I am here. Some have, they, they thought they were even doing better, but a small storm came, destroyed them. But I am not destroyed. Amen. That means that God's hand is on you. Amen. That means that God's hand is with you. Amen. If you will just be patient. Amen. With the understanding, mm. Mm. not one day, but suddenly, mm. I will be in the place that God has called me to be. My God. You will find yourself in a place of sudden calamity. You will find yourself in a place of sudden unnecessary trials. The Bible says that uh, no temptation has come up upon you that is not common to man. Why does the devil want to make you seem... One, uh, don't you understand that it is Satan that tries to make you seem, make it seem like your trouble is so bad? No one else has suffered like you. That if somebody comes to comfort you and tell you, sister, don't worry, it will be okay. Or you're saying that because you don't know how difficult it is. But if you come and tell them, wow, it's, it's, it's really bad. They'll be like, sister, oh, they'll even cry on your shoulder. <laughs> But God will make a way. Don't you see it's deception? Yeah. <laughs> Their confession is lining up with your confession. And the Bible says, if two agree touching anything, it will be so. They came agreeing with you that it's bad. And you expect things to be better. And if somebody comes and tells you, your present trouble is about to shift. But you sit there and you say, ah, I guess. I feel like I'm talking to myself. You know, the principles of God work positively or negatively. Mm. Period. They don't work because you're a Christian. Mm. Facebook, are you there? They work because somebody obeyed them. Is somebody listening? Yes. Yes. I, I can hear you. Somebody type fire. Fire. Somebody shout fire. Fire. Somebody shout power. Power. So you have to understand this. It will happen anyway. The Bible says, he who does not work shall not eat. Period. Whether you are Christian, unbeliever, it doesn't matter. Anyone who does not work shall not what? Eat. It's really that simple. Even the world says, he who does not prepare to fail is preparing to what? Fail. So either way, <laughs> one or the other will happen anyway. One or the other will happen what? Anyway. But which of the following? Mm. 
Pastor, are, are you listening to me? Yes, Pastor. Which of the following will you choose? Sudden breakthrough or sudden calamity? Mm. This is a question I'm asking you now. Sudden breakthrough or sudden calamity? Sudden breakthrough or sudden difficulty? Uh, some people are still not sure. <laughs> this is what God wants to see in you. Amen. Are you prepared? For the great harvest? Are you prepared for the greatest miracle? Are you prepared for the greatest blessing? Are you prepared for your greatest elevation? Are you prepared for what God is about to do? My mm. God. If you are not prepared, the suddenly will not be positive, but the suddenly will be negative. I was talking to, to, my, to, to my son. Um, uh, Apostle Mike, and I was telling him, you know, my son, I stopped living for myself a couple of years ago. I think I even shared this with Lee. I said, I no longer live for myself. I always think about the day that I will not be on the earth, God calls me home. What would I have left, not only for my son, but for my spiritual sons and daughters, or the men and women of God, or those who are in the body of Christ. Yeah. I don't live like I'm going to live forever, even mm. though I will live eternally mm. forever. Amen. I am not dying now next week. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not happening. But I live with the awareness that if God was to call me now, mm. what will I leave behind? Mm. The Bible says a good father leaves an inheritance for his children. Yeah. When you live without the vision of tomorrow, you are living for sudden calamity. Mm. Wow. Is it not a wonder that every winter people buy new jackets? Yeah. <laughs> so the business of winter coats is based on people who forget that winter is every year. So they profit from you because every year you buy coats when it's cold. But in the beginning of the year when it is summer, buying anything for winter is cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's hot. Everybody that wants to buy things, they are caught for the summer, for, for the winter. Their boots, they will be even 40% off. Mm -hmm. Because it is not on demand. Mm -hmm. But a foolish person, and this is what their business is based on. Mm -hmm. Every winter. They will buy new coats every summer. They will buy new shorts. But somebody who is prepared for the changes, they are always ahead of the curve. My God. They know in three months, uh, winter will come. How are my coats looking? Okay, uh, that one is getting old. So, okay, I have two. Maybe I should add one more. They will go and buy it when everybody is saying, what are you doing? You see, in the time of Noah, Noah stood and told the people, a flood is coming. And they all laughed. They said, this is craziness. 
it has never rained on the earth. You're saying that water will just come from heaven and the, all, uh, the whole earth will be covered in water. You are joking. You are joking. So when Noah is busy building an ark, they laughed at him. But because they were not aware, they never asked themselves, where we have never seen an ark before. What is this man building? Mm. And how does he know how to build it? Uh. Why are all these animals passing through our neighborhood going to this ark? <laughs> People are not listening to me. <laughs> Why is it that animals are following Noah? Gods are aware. Even snakes are aware. Every species of animal you see, they were, their ancestors were aware of what was coming. And every one of them that is instinct, never heard, never was aware. So when Noah is playing his music and speaking in the language of animals, animals are coming. But human beings are like, ah, look at this fool. <laughs> He's building. What is he building? It even looks funny. But where is he getting the idea of the cubits, the height? the breath and why is it that animals are coming in you see some of you you don't understand that what you're working on is an ark god is not allowing some certain people to see you to understand you that doesn't mean that what you're building is wrong i feel like i'm talking to myself People are just sitting there like, ah, ha, ha, ha. They used to mock him. They were laughing at him. But when suddenly rain came, it was not sudden for Noah. The Bible tells you, in fact, God is the one who closed the ark. Yeah. Yeah. He shut them inside. Yeah. Mm. When Noah was building the ark, God don't, did not tell him how to make a door that he can open and close. God was the one who shut them in. Some of you, when your ark begins to go, certain people will not come in because God will close the door. He will say the boat has already, sh the, the, the ship has sailed. If you did not get on, it's your fault now. So when you start prospering, don't open your door for certain people that are not supposed to be in. I, I feel like I'm talking to myself. YouTube, are you there? This is why sometimes God gives you a different circle of people. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't you ever noticed this pattern? I, I'm sorry, I'm going to use, I'm gonna use uh, this analogy. Don't take it the wrong way. But I want you to understand that this is a pattern that is very dangerous. Some of the most influential people in our cities came from places of poverty. But when God lifted them out of poverty, they go and help their people. They don't live in the place of poverty anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because they understood the shift of God. Yeah. But those who wanted to make the shift, yet God has lifted them, but they are remaining in the place. Mm -hmm. Usually that environment kills them. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Mm. 
I feel like I'm talking to myself. Yeah. If you look at, if you look at uh, some, especially like, like uh, one of uh, the icons of this city, he was a rapper, Nipsey Hussle, did a lot for his community. Mm -hmm. But his own community is the one that destroyed him. Very sad. Listen to me. When God changes your zip code, don't remain in the old zip code. That is a place that you lend a hand, you go and help, but don't plant yourself in that environment. Be an agent of change in that environment. Don't plant yourself there. Jesus went to minister in his city, but he never remained in his city. I, I feel like I'm talking to myself. When you're prepared for the shift, you don't care what other people are doing. You care about what God has told you. When you're preparing for the shift, it doesn't matter what thing people think of you. You know what God thinks of you. When you're preparing for the shift, it doesn't matter what people calculate to make sense. What matters is what God says makes sense. Because suddenly it will always be impossible to men, but it will be possible to those who believe. My prayer for you this day, as I'm about to close, is that God will give you the ability to have insight on and, and foresight into what God is doing. Insight and foresight. Insight and foresight. I, I feel like you're not listening to me. Insight and foresight into what God is doing. Those who do not have insight, they fall behind. Those who do not fo have foresight, they get destroyed. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the people what? Perish. He did not say Christian will not, Christians will not perish. A Christian without a vision will perish. <laughs> You're not listening to me. Where there is no vision, where there is no vision, the people perish. This includes everybody. Wow. I remember there's a church I went to minister uh, a few years ago. I think it was somewhere um, in L.A. Do you remember? It was like a small church. And uh, uh, they said, we are having our anniversary. They asked me to really go. This is probably the only church that I've preached for outside of our people. And uh, I said, okay. Usually the Lord told me, go. When I got to the church, 
uh, they were speaking and they were, you know, they were ministering and things were happening and they asked me to preach and I came up and I preached for a little while and before I preached, I just ministered prophetically first to get the people prepared for what God was about to do for them. I, 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 I ministered prophetically first. I started, I told one lady, stand up, I told that lady, your husband is bound She's an, he's an alcoholic. She said it's very, very true. I told her right now he has accumulated so much debt that you are actually preparing to sell your jewelry in order to take care of this debt. She said, prophet, it's like you're in my house. I said to the point that you are looking at yourself, I see you in a vision, looking at yourself on a mirror and you are looking at your hair and your hair was literally falling off because of stress. She said, prophet, I am wearing a wig now. Now I can't tell whether she was wearing a wig or not. Do you, you know me, I just see hair is hair. She told me, prophet, if I was to lift up my wig, you would feel sorry for me because I am balding because of stressing. My hair is falling off. I said, woman of God, God is visiting you today. Amen. And the pain of yesterday, you're about to forget it. Yes. So people's faith was lifted to another dimension. Amen. So when I taught the word of God and what I was speaking to them, it touched them because they literally saw the ability of God in a man that could know what was going on without anybody telling them anything. After the meeting was done, the, 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 the woman of God uh, stood up and said, okay, you know, the vision of our founder, uh, uh, the vision of our founder, it was her mother, I believe, uh, had a, and she's an anointed woman of God. Her husband is anointing. They are both ministers. And they said, you know, we are, we are, uh, 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 we are thinking of executing a vision. Her vision is that we will have an orphanage. Uh, 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 we will have this, uh, uh, we will have that, and this and this, and that and that, and we are still believing God for that vision. And everybody was, amen. Let us work towards that vision. Nobody wanted to get up and give anything towards the vision. Wow. I stood up and I was the one who was preaching. I stood up and I think some people were there. I, I stood up. I, I think my daughter, Prophetess Teren, she's saying I was there. I even have the video. She has the video of it. I took my checkbook. I wrote a check. I think it was $5,000. I wrote a check of $5,000. I said I'll be the first one to give because I strongly believe in a vision that God has given. And the pastor was so shocked. I was like, wow. Wow. How? What? Wow. And it's not like uh, uh, at that time I, I wasn't as prosperous as I am now. I'm not the most prosperous person, but I will tell you that I'm not suffering. Amen. You know? And, and, and but this, at that time, that was a stretch for me. I wrote it myself and I gave it to the pastor and the pastor was shocked. After the service, he came to me in the back. He says, ah, do you want me to give this back to you? I said, no, 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 no. You remember you are there. He was there. Lee, Lee, is it not true? Come, Lee, stand up. 
Lee will stand. Lee, my, my, my son was there with me. Give, give him the microphone. Give him the microphone. I just, because we, I don't want people to think that I'm making this up. Terran just said, I, it's tr is it not true? He came in the back. What did he say? He tried to give you the money back, and uh, you refused because he really couldn't believe that you gave him the money. Yes. And uh, we were kind of, not dumbfounded, but it definitely was... It something was that you weren't trying to yeah. get back. It was very shocking because he thought maybe it was, I did it for people to see, to yeah. be encouraged. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he sent his assistant to try to give you the money yeah, too. too. Yeah. And then I said, no, we are fine. Yeah. Then another person came, prophet, this is the offering we collected. We wanted to honor you. I said, no, I don't need mm -hmm. any honor. I came to support the vision. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything. I got in my car and left. Mm -hmm. The next time also, the next year, I thought that this taught them to be able to build and to go after the vision God gave them. The following year, uh, they called us again. I did not want to do it. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. I did not want to go and minister because in my heart, I felt like the people were not really serious about the vision. They were there because they wanted to receive something for themselves. Yeah. And this time I went again and I gave to them again. Mm -hmm. But I was so heartbroken mm -hmm. because the things had not been different a year apart. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you can sit, oh, son. It, it hurt me. Because even though there were people that were following, they did not believe in the vision that God had given them concerning their future. Whenever God gives a vision for your tomorrow, it's not his, it's yours. If you don't work it and push it, he's not going to do it for you. It's not his vision. For I know the, thir the thoughts I have concerning you to give you a hope and a future. It's thoughts I have concerning you. Meaning God has ideas for your future. Amen. For I know the thoughts that I have concerning you. They are not to destroy you. They are to prosper you. Yes. Meaning when God wants to bring you into suddenly, what will he do? He will give you ideas. Yes. He will give you the thoughts. Yes. He will give you the vision. Yes. He will not do it for you. He will help you. That is why he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He will be with you. He will help you. But it's your vision. He's giving it to you. Amen. Jesus was given the vision of man's salvation. Jesus could call 12 legions of angels. He was God in the flesh. But when it came time for the cross, he had to make a decision. He said, Father, if it is your will, let this cup of suffering pass. But let it not be my will, let it be your will. The only one who could carry out the vision concerning humanity's salvation was the Lord Jesus. No angel was going to help him. The Holy Spirit was not going to help him. He only had to walk into what God was telling him to do. The vision that God gives you 
the vision that God has for you, if you don't walk towards it, it will never happen. So your future is in the thoughts that God gives you concerning tomorrow, not in your prayer. You pray in order to receive the mind of God. The Bible says, for we have the mind of Christ. So that you can know his ideas concerning your tomorrow. If you don't have the mind of Christ, you will not trust it. God will say, let's go left. Say, mm, I don't know if that works for me. But you cannot see tomorrow. God is the one that can see tomorrow. Right now, God has given me and you the vision to build his house. Amen. Angels will not come and do it. Amen. Angels will not come and do it. God will send help, but charity begins at home. If it does not begin with us, if it does not begin with us, <laughs> I wish somebody could hear me. Yeah. If it does not begin with us, if it does not start with us, then who will it start with? Then who will it start with? then who will it start with? If we are not the ones that are going to birth it, who will? God will not push for us. God will give us the baby. We have to eat healthy to nurture that baby. We have to make sure we have all our vitamins for that baby to be healthy. Then when nine months comes, we are the ones who are going to push the baby. God is only responsible for giving us the baby. Amen. That is why the Bible says, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. God gave us a son, but the child was born. So God's responsibility is for us to take care of the child, but he will give the son. Right now, I want everybody. We have been, we have been, uh, uh, can you give me the numbers that we worked on, son, earlier? Uh, uh, we, we have been working towards the goal that God has given us. And, and, and we've been working and we've been working, we've been pushing and we've done it all together. And we are now at a place whereby we need to push even more. We have come along, but we are not where we need to be yet, but we have come a long way. God wants us to go even further. How many people will it take to do that? Um, That's what I need. Yes, 
If we had 1,000 people, remember before we had, we had 1,600. If we have 1,000 people, 1,000 people that will give 4,500, will be done with what God wants us to do. We will not owe anybody anything. We will not fight for anything. It will be smooth sailing building what God wants us to build. And this, and, uh, and I'm really touched by, by, uh, by uh, an amazing couple and all of you that we've gotten to speak to. All of you have said one thing. Prophet, we want to see tomorrow secured. We want the future secured now because uh, uh, the future is now. Shockingly, prophetically, many of you have said the same thing. If we would have only a thousand people that will sacrifice and say, Lord, when there suddenly will happen concerning this great work, I will not be left behind. Amen. I will not be left behind. I will not be left behind. My family will not be left behind. When it comes to laying a brick for your work, I will leave an inheritance on earth, a spiritual inheritance on earth. Obviously, God will bless you. Obviously, God will prosper you. Obviously, God will open doors for you. But I will leave something that God needed, I provided for. And in the history books of heaven, I will always be one of the people that built the temple of God. This is a great opportunity for each and every one of us. I want the giving information to be put up. The giving information to be put up. Please don't send any, anything towards the regular means of giving. Our focus right now, and your focus should also be, Lord, help us. Give us the grace to build your house. This is not just a matter of prayer. But it's a matter of decision. Lord, I know if I sacrifice towards what you want, I will never lack. I will never suffer. You will look after me. You will watch over me. You will provide for us. You will fight for us. As they are singing and worshiping God, I want you to either do a wire transfer or go to Venmo or go to PayPal and give to God towards this vision. Give to God towards this vision. And God will prosper you beyond the natural. Hallelujah.
it up a cappellas of the chorus please ask the Lord to give you Jesus, the mind of Christ, the heart of Christ, the vision of Christ concerning the future, concerning your life, concerning the church, concerning your children. Open your mouth and wherever you are at home, begin to pray. Mevere parivia akupara zapra debe debe rika dalabasata ramande be debe debe yakata radibi bibi 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 ama rapaka tuzia zepra daba katayaba zata baba baba bayata rimando pereve e ramanda labasata ya ribante debe 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 Ropa para bata la bayakata, ri 
tell God to give you insight and foresight concerning your tomorrow concerning the future that has to do with you and his work no servant can ever serve a master without knowing the desires of the master if you don't know what the master wants we will fail the master let us not be like the stewards who are given treasures. They were given treasures. And by the treasures they were given, they never could multiply. Let us be like the servants that could multiply what was given unto them. Because they have the vision of the master. The one that was given a talent that did not multiply it. He had the wrong idea of the master. But those who had the correct idea of the master, they knew that their master was seeking for them to exceed and to, and to extend and to expand what he had given to them. Pray for insight and foresight. As they sing just with their voices really low, just, just give me Jesus. I want you to pray, Lord, give me insight and foresight. Open your mouth, begin to pray. Zata bayata. La bayata. Era baba baba ya makataya Zebre debe 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 ya makataya Zaba baba baba baya tiriana makata Zoba raba 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 tiriya makata Zobra baba 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 ya tala makataya Zebra baba baba baya kata Zebra baba baba ya ta Zebra baba baba ya ta Zebra baba baba ya ta Lord, insight and foresight. Insight and foresight. Insight and foresight. Insight and foresight. Concerning the work. Concerning the destiny of your people. Consistently, continually. Father, spiritual sensitivity. Ola mayakata. Zaraba baba bayakate Remande bede 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 yakata Zaprada ba baba yata bada yata Lemara baba yakata In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus La baba bayaki dia masataya Father I pray for all your people I pray for all your people that are watching from all around the world. All those who have planted into your kingdom. All those who have grabbed a brick and placed it upon your house to say that, Lord, your house will be built. Lord, they have done this because you have touched their heart to see the vision that you have given to your servant. I pray, O oh Lord, that by your grace and your mercy, 
you will honor them, you will bless them, not only physically but spiritually, that their children's 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 children will carry the banner of your name, that you will be glorified on the earth, that men will come to know you on the earth because of their seed that will carry the prophetic and heavenly inheritance both spiritually and physically. I honor you, Father, now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Listen to me. I bless you. Wherever you're watching from around the world, uh, um, I wish I could announce everybody and all those who are giving because you're doing such a tremendous job and we honor God for you. And uh, because it's a prophetic service, I won't be able to do that today, but tomorrow... When I come on in the morning, I will speak and I will honor each and every one of you that has been giving in the day, uh, today and tomorrow. Please keep pushing. Some of you, you need to pray, pray, and God will show you what he has shown unto me. If you know me to be a prophet, you know that there is nothing I've said that God has spoken that has not happened. You know that I don't speak of myself. You know that everything that I say is from God. I don't want anything. I just want Jesus. And I know you want Jesus too. May the Lord be honored. May the Lord be glorified. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I will see you tomorrow morning. Shalom, shalom.